Peacekeepers, welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Eva's Bell Bonds, where their licensed professionals are available 24-7, seven days a week. They work hard to make your experience as fast and convenient as possible. Their goal is to help reunite families across the state of Idaho safely and effectively. Payments are available. Se habla español. Give them a call and let them help you at 208-312-3660. Again, that is 208-312-3660. Now, today is also a requested episode because I was asked if I could please watch this show and then kind of give like a synopsis type thing going on about my opinions and my feelings on it. And I decided that this was enough time to for somebody to have watched season four, is it? Yeah, season four. As fast as I did. So just a quick warning, there are spoilers ahead, so don't be mad at me if I tell you something you're not supposed to know. <laughs> Go watch the show, stop right here if you haven't finished the fourth season of 13 Reasons Why. I was very... Um, I didn't jump on this bandwagon till maybe like a year or two ago. Um, I was always scared to watch it because I felt like it would be very triggering to me considering I've had a lot of people who were very close to me um, take their own life. So it was like a very sensitive topic and many of my friends who knew that part about me knew that uh, they all told me like maybe it's not the safest show to be for you to be watching right now. <laughs> so I decided not to watch it until about two years ago. And I'm not going to lie, the first season was actually pretty kind of good, you know? And it had me um, very in my feelings the first season. And then it just started getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And I'm like, that's not going to, that probably would never happen. That would probably never happen, you know? It's kind of like um, the Fast and Furious movies. Like, they should have just cut it off when poor Paul Walker... Um, passed away or it, or whatever but now suddenly they're G.I. Joe and I'm waiting for the Transformers to pop in and maybe even James Bond or something you know <laughs> I literally saw um what is it a trailer yeah I saw a trailer where like John Cena shows up and he's Tom's brother and I thought it was whack but <laughs> anyway I'm off topic um I feel like towards the fourth season it just got a little out of control uh, but I did watch the fourth season. I watched all of them all the way through twice, I think, because I really just wanted to get a feel for it. And I felt a lot more emotion the first time I watched it than the second time around. The second time around, I was just waiting for it to be over TVH. But it also gave me kind of like a better understanding of the show. And honestly, I don't recommend it to everybody, but I do recommend it for people who need awareness on the subject type thing um I'm not sure I like the way it was portrayed or the way um the writers had it be such a serious thing for something that wasn't so serious you know and 
I just want to apologize in advance. Be mindful that these are my opinions and this is how I feel. And, you know, you can, you're entitled to feel however you want. So the first season I watched about uh, maybe like three years now, three years ago for the first time. And I was going through a very, very, very hard time in my life. I was very sad and I decided to watch the first season. Now, the first season is actually pretty good. Like I said before, I am a sucker for nerdy white boys. So, of course, you guys already knew I had an emotional attachment to Clay. As per usual, I hate watching new TV shows or new movies or anything because I always get emotionally attached to these characters because... I feel like when I am involved in a show, it like takes, it consumes all of my being because like reality is a lot for my brain sometimes. So I like submerge myself into the show or the movie and then I have to snap out of it and then come back and then I'm like, wow, they're not even real. Like, you know, (laughs) I get super emotionally attached to people. So I had so much like sympathy and empathy in my heart for Clay because I was the Clay in my life. So shit kind of <laughs> shit kind of hit the hit the wall when I watched the first one. Um, the thing that I did not like. Oh, I should probably tell you guys that I found out a fun fact the other day. Not really a fun fact, kind of weird. Um, the writer of the book actually saw. What the hell was that noise? Hang on probably a ghost anyway the writer actually saw selena gomez acting in i think it was wizards of waverly place or something like that and he wanted her to be hannah baker and i was like can you imagine a life where selena gomez was hannah baker but then by the time they started making the first season uh she had already became too big and widely known what the hell is that noise Jacob, shut up. He edits this podcast, so he's going to hear that. (laughs) Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Selena Gomez had gotten too big at the time. And then they decided to go with the other girl because they wanted it to feel more real, I guess. Anyway, so my problem with Hannah was I just want to everybody to like stop and take a second and listen and watch the show and really pay attention because all of these parents in this show except like Justin's of course like the ones who were present the ones who were there were so supportive and loving and helpful and I was watching this show with all these fucking teenagers like yelling at their parents and being so ungrateful and oh like it it had me so angry because I don't think a lot of people understand this, but like personally for me as a growing up in like a Hispanic household, there was no emotion. There was no help. There was no support. There was no anything. So to have these parents sit with their kids and ask them how their day was or Clay's parents making him breakfast every morning or Hannah's parents buying her Uh, putting themselves in jeopardy to buy a car so she can take it to prom like what the fuck like (laughs) it took my mom like 11 years of my life to tell me she loved me to my face like what and you guys are over here complaining about life really 
um, excuse the fuck out of you. Like, <laughs> I think it just made me so mad because there was so much privilege and there was so much entitlement into this show that I felt like any small impressionable teenager who is watching this is going to be like, oh, look, it's just like me and nobody hears me and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I felt like a lot of the problems that happened to Hannah, she brought on herself. And I know that there's like this giant controversy of like, that's the point of whether handling your problems or not handling it, like being depressed or being this or being that. Like, I'm not saying that her depression was not any worse than anybody else's but all I'm saying because I don't want to be that person that's like oh these people have it a lot worse you know but if you are showing this to millions of kids you would want them to think that their life is not worth losing over a picture getting getting sent around of you or a boy not texting you back or you know it was such fucking simple shit you know like And I don't know why that makes me so mad. And I feel like it's going to infuriate a lot of people because I know a lot of people are going to say like, Cindy, like if her problems seem that bad to her, then her problems were that bad to her. Well, I understand that. But like, could you at least have made, I don't know, somebody like, (laughs) I don't want to say like made somebody die or somebody like have like some financial issues or parents were divorcing or parents are fighting or she was abused or you know like I'm not saying that her problems aren't important or they're not serious I am just saying that if you are trying to raise awareness around this subject then you better fucking make sure that you are teaching these kids that not everything is going to lead you to be depressed and kill yourself you know Like, I feel like everybody wants to feel sad. Everybody wants to be depressed. Everybody wants to be anxious. Everything. People will self-diagnose themselves left and right just because it's like a trend to be depressed. But all this simple shit is just showing kids that it's okay to just feel that way and to make people feel even more worse than they already do. I understand that the whole point of this book was to make a statement, but can you imagine if somebody killed themselves and then left you a note saying that you're at fault? What? Can you imagine people who have to live with that for the rest of their lives knowing that it was their fault? They live with this guilt. They live with this shame. And people already feel that way even without you telling them it was their fault. Trust me, I know because I have lived through it more times than I want to even say or admit to because it's so heartbreaking and we already feel guilty at the fact that you are gone and that you felt so much sadness and so much pain that you wanted to take your own life without you saying like, hey, Cindy, because you didn't say one thing to me when all I needed was help, I am just going to leave you with this that it was your fault and you just have to live with that because if somebody did that to me I fucking would not be able to if one of my friends who passed away took their life left me a note and told me it was their it was my fault I would have jumped off a cliff 12 years ago because I already feel so guilty about it so this was like a way to tell kids like this is this is a way people are going to listen to you you know 
I hope you guys can see where my anger is stemming from because I have a whole lot of anger up in this bitch because of this damn show. <laughs> um, what was something else I was like, okay, the thing that kind of like infuriated me was if you are going to make a show and you are going to have viewer descriptions and you are going to say like, yo, if this is how you're feeling and this is how it is, don't watch the show, watch the show with the trusted adult, blah, blah, blah. I was kind of pissed that they took out her suicide scene. I watched it twice and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, why is she just standing in the mirror? Like, you know, and I guess they took it off because it was like giving people ideas and it was too gruesome or whatever. So they decided to make an executive decision to take it out. But like, if you're going to be teaching people about this shit, then you better make sure that they fucking know that it's not cute. It's not romantic. It's not fucking like something that you can idolize. That shit fucking hurts. You're ripping open your limbs, you know? So if you're going to show them all the fucking rest... And then you better fucking show them that suicide is not a pretty thing. It's not a glorified thing. It should not be a romanticized thing that everybody tries to fucking make it. It's a gross, scary, terrible thing, you know? So when they took off that scene, I was pretty pissed because people are going to think like, oh, I can just kill myself and it's going to be simple and everything's fine. I mean, they kept the whole tyler scene with the in the bathroom where he monty sticks the broom you know and i found that way more harder to watch than her suicide so i was like why would they take it out why would they bring up all of this awareness just so that they can make it seem so fucking simple like it's not something that can be romanticized that way and i wish that they would have kept that shit in so that these kids can know like, it's painful, it's ugly, it's gross, it's scary, it's not something that will just, like, happen and you'll be gone and that's it. Like, shit's gonna hurt. And I wish they would have kept that in so that these kids would know, you know? In the second season, oh no, wait, the ending of the first season was, okay, I just want to establish something uh what's his name lord huron lord aaron uh i'm not sure how you pronounce it the night we met that song came out in 2015 and around the same time was when i lost a boy that i loved with my whole entire soul and heart in february of that same time and when I heard that they, and I had heard that song and I cried and cried and cried. So when I heard that that was the song that they played for Clay and Hannah, that that was the last dance they had, I lost my shit. And I still cannot like watch the scene at the dance where, you know, they're having their little moment or whatever. Or then when he goes back a year later and she's dead and he's just in the middle of the dance floor crying. Oh, oh my God. And I did not expect it to have that effect on me. Like, because I had read the book in the seventh grade, you know, so I didn't expect for it to be so emotional for me. But after I had went through that traumatic experience and that song had personal ties with me, I, that's the thing that really made me just, <laughs> I was not okay after that. <laughs> but 
overall, the first season was very good. Then you get to the second season and it starts getting crazier and crazier. And then they involve like illegal things and cops and their friends get weirder. And then it's just like that throughout the whole thing. And then Alex tries to kill himself, but it doesn't work. And, you know, they kill Bryce or whatever. And then Monty dies. And then season four, they give you the fucking heartbreaking story of Justin dying from AIDS because, you know, he was out there on the streets and he was addicted to heroin, I believe. And so sometimes he had to sleep with other guys so that he could get drugs. And I understand that they were trying to make a statement and they were trying to um, show kids like what this can do, how it can be. But they just killed him off in like two episodes. When you are sick or when you have something like AIDS, I wish they would have like shown the process. You know, you kind of just don't get sick and die like Justin did, but it was something that I wasn't expecting and it was something that I don't think he deserved. You know, like a lot of the times they blamed him for what happened with uh, Jessica and Bryce, but he tried to stop it you know he may not have barged in or whatever and stopped what happened but he tried and the whole time they just like blamed him and you know he was living on the streets and his mom was a drug addict and then she dies and like it's so it's so not fair you know that the whole time that they can glamorize this suicidal thing this depression thing but the one kid who actually had problems big enough for him to want to to be able to be depressed and stuff you know he had these heavy problems compared to these like baby Hannah problems it shows people that you can kind of die over anything you know and that was something that just didn't sit right with me. I don't think Justin deserved it. I don't think it was fair. But, you know, it's a show and I have to remind myself not to get emotionally attached with people and feel like <laughs> it should have ended any differently. But I feel super very strongly about Justin and I wish that that was not his ending because he didn't deserve it. Out of everybody in the fucking show, he did not deserve it. Um, they portrayed Clay's mania pretty well. Um his night terrors, his, because shit like that happens. And I know a lot of people kind of were like, wow, he's crazy. Like in the second season when he started talking to Hannah's ghost or whatever, I know that sounds wild if you haven't seen it yet and you don't understand it, or you've never been through this situation before. Like you're like, Hmm, seeing somebody's ghost, you know, it's a little weird and it is. But if you've never been through it, like you put yourself in such a weird mental state where you hear their voice sometimes or you will see them in everything and honestly like I cannot describe the feeling to you unless you've been through it like I swear there were times where I felt people calling me or I could see the person right in front of me even though I knew they were gone you know so I guess it wasn't completely insane for him to be seeing Hannah and Bryce and Monty Oh, look, you can hear Jacob coughing in the background. But, um, it was, I don't know, it was pretty heavy. Uh, I think Clay did an amazing job. The dude who played him did really good. And, 
I just didn't like how season four ended, how they just like basically covered up a murder just because it was the son of the cop. But unfortunately, things like that happen in life. Uh, My obvious favorite character out of the whole show was, in fact, Tony, because I could relate to him the most um, with his parents being illegal and then them getting deported and him being a tatted up uh, masculine kind of religious gay man was very powerful to me I'm very glad that they did that to him because he was Latin and he faced all these problems and he was not straight you know and he had to grow up early and work and take care of his family and he put everybody else on hold so that he could he put himself on hold so that he could help everybody else and I felt like the fact that he was targeted in the schools and the cop was racist and you know that's things that I really appreciate that the show did do because they did it right that is exactly the story of a struggling Latin Hispanic person that is the struggles that I went through in high school you know uh, dealing with um my parents not having papers at the time, having to work, having to feel like I had to take care of everybody, uh, being depressed and, you know, just having all this shit. My friends were dying. Everybody was dying left and right when I was in high school. And, you know, it's just a thing that I am so thankful that they portrayed so that people can see like, this is the shit that we go through and this is what happens to us. And we are still very solid humans. Um, let's see, people like Zach and people like Alex were very, mm, I don't want to say selfish, but they were very entitled to me. I don't know. (laughs) It just drove me crazy at the fact that, you know, they had all of these opportunities and they flushed them down the drain and it just drives me crazy. Um, but other than that, it was like a well-rounded show. I give it like, I give the first season like a solid seven and then the following seasons like maybe a four and a half. So unless you have like some sort of an emotional attachment or personal story to like struggling and things like that, then if you're just like a regular guy who has no problems and kudos to you if that's you, I do not recommend that you watch this because I feel like you are not going to understand it. <laughs> oh. That's how I know it's almost time because my mouth starts making weird noises. Um, but yeah, so that's my final rating of it. The last season was not my favorite. Uh, they just get sent away to college and then that's it. I mean, I guess that shows you that high school problems are really just fucking high school problems. Sometimes you lose friends and sometimes it's by choice and sometimes it's by accident, but you just got to keep trudging. You just got to keep moving forward. Um, just learn how to support your parents, like support your parents, be there for them. And if they're there for you, be fucking thankful. Cause some of us don't have that shit. High school problems are just high school problems, you guys. And I don't want to be the one to say that, that it gets better, but it gets a lot better after high school. It's not the end of the world and you're going to be okay. And while I am at it, TBH, I'm just going to like talk your guys' ear off about something. Uh, let's see what is this on oh tattoos anyway this is where i need the jeopardy Uh, i cannot multitask by the way in case you guys can't notice um um, um, um. here it is if you somebody you know 
um, somebody you are just friends with on Facebook and heart react that shit. <laughs> if you see that they are struggling, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that is 1-800-273-8255. If you see that somebody is struggling, please send them their way. Get them help. Do not be ashamed to ask for help. And do not romanticize suicide, my friends, because honestly... Wanting to die should not be such a big of fashion trend as it is. Unfortunately, I know there is a lot of people, especially in like Gen Z, kind of like maybe some millennials that are just unhappy and really want to die. But honestly, you guys, I, I don't even have words for this because I feel like a hypocrite. But just know that we are rooting for you over here and we are wishing you safe and just comfort in your life especially if you're struggling right now whether it be from the from the racism that's fucking going on uh trump trying to fucking rally and shit and you know just the virus everything just know that we are praying for you over here and we are just trying to do our best to be mindful and be respectful and be aware so there you go children those are my opinions on 13 reasons why again i do not recommend it if you or if you personally or somebody you know is not is struggling with whatever it is those issues are in that show then i would not recommend you watch it because i feel like you would not understand it but if you are then watch it with a trusted adult make sure you're being safe about it and do not get any ideas from that show because it's very unrealistic there you go. Remember that we are on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, at Passions Are Peace Podcast. You can send an email or a request or a chat at passionsarepeacepodcast at gmail.com. With that being said, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, night, or evening. I hope that you are staying safe and that you are trying to be better, a better human, a better whatever it is that we are. Remember to stay peaceful and stay passionate. I know life has been super scary, but we need to stand together against all the injustice that is happening in the world. Remember that Black Lives Matter isn't just a moment. It's a fucking movement and we need to fucking shake the world. Do not forget about it. Don't let your news feeds go back to normal. We need to make a stand and we need to be heard finally. Thank you guys. I love you and we will see you in the next one. Bye.